स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ दॉट मिंट मनी पॉडकास्ट वेन इट कम्स टू इन्वेस्टमेंट चॉइसिस टूडेज जेनरेशन इज स्पॉइल्ड फॉर चॉइस विद टेम्पिंग ऑप्शन सच एस क्रिप्टो करेंसी curated stock portfolios or even direct trading in stocks to choose from wherein lies the charm of mutual funds especially for gen z in a lighthearted panel discussion at the recently held mints mutual funds conclave we asked our panelists do mutual funds serve india's youth the speakers on the panel included aditya kondavar partner and vp of key accounts at complete circle capital anand ladha founder invest arch for kal mandeep gill co-founder labor law advisor and pranjal kamra ceo phenology ventures let's hear it from them hi welcome to why not mint money a person finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey Good afternoon, everybody. So today we are going to. This panel is going to discuss about you know do mutual funds serve India's youth? Uh, so just to set some context, today when you have options like cryptocurrencies, you know uh, curated stock portfolios and direct stock investing, where do mutual funds stand? And uh, also you know a lot of youngsters today are going the online way, but uh, you know we still have a traditional mutual fund distributor platform. so you know is this distributor distribution platform kind of you know losing out on these young investors so i'll get straight away to the questions so the first question is uh, you know why do you think gen z should invest in mutual funds when you have attractive options like you know cryptocurrencies you have curated stock portfolios and uh, after the march 2020 market fall everybody thinks you know they can trade in the market and make a lot of money so uh, you know would you like to uh, aditya maybe would you like to answer that hello so sure you know uh, you have a lot of instruments today in the market and you know they may really confuse you i mean one uh, pro fact that people have been talking about crypto is that you know they have made a lot of returns in a very short time but you know whenever you are investing in an asset class look at the longevity as well of the asset class right when you talk about mutual funds have been here from the past many decades and they have created immense wealth you know when you look at the time period and the end result so uh, in today's world you know people are very busy people have uh, high demanding jobs people are working 14 16 hours so in that context you know mutual fund gives you a very good avenue to invest and uh, just let go of those investments on a autopilot mode and uh, we of course have seen in the past you know good mutual funds have given anywhere from 15 to 20% cagr so i believe it's an exceptional way to uh, handle your wealth sure anand would you like to add to that see i personally feel that everything works in this market you have to see that what works best for you i won't say that direct stock investing is bad or uh, investing via portfolio of stocks is, ba- is bad or you should don't touch crypto as an asset class i think you should first see that what is your suitability what suits you as an investor and then according to your risk profile according to your suitability uh, you should start investing importance of mutual fund is because mutual fund is not a investment option i would say that mutual fund is a solution to anywhere and everywhere you want to invest you want to invest in equity there is equity mutual funds you want to invest in debt and have a debt portfolio 
you have debt mutual funds. You want uh, liquid funds and you want quick money, saving bank account returns. You have liquid funds and floating interest rate funds. So here you have solution for each of your problem. You have a goal, you have a problem in mind. Mutual fund has solution for that problem. That is why because of its simplicity, mutual fund has a very vital role to play in almost everyone's portfolio. Yeah, Pranjal, would you like to, you know, add something to that? So, you know, one reason, I mean, what we see is, you know, newer options emerging, people investing in cryptos, riskier things. So, one golden rule of finance is invest in what's boring. You know, mutual funds, it can't get more boring than that. Say a boring large cap index fund, you're basically writing an indemnity bond saying I'll never outperform the market. Nothing can get more boring than that. And that works. The most boring companies, they make money. The most innovative, you know, new kid on the block, they go bankrupt. So, so it's the same with instruments. Uh, two, two golden rules of finance, in fact. One, don't buy anything that's being sold to you by your banker. That works really well. Yeah. And, and the second is this. Don't buy something that's really interesting. Mandeep, you, know, you also interact with a lot of young investors. Uh, do you see a lot of these young investors coming to you and asking you questions about mutual funds? And you know, what are the kind of things that these uh, you know, young investors generally tend to ask you? Uh, right. So, uh, first of all, I believe uh, even the best of investors mm -hmm. uh, say that they are students of this market. No one, no one says that they are experts and they will always outperform the benchmark or everything. But the problem with the millennials or the students I would say is that uh, accepting, accepting the fact that uh, they have a lot to learn and they always think that, okay, we can do it better or, or this time it will be better. Sure. So their questions are centered that way only. They DM us uh, on Instagram, they send us emails, uh, they ask us all sorts of questions and all questions have one single motive, get rich quick. Uh, let's say we make we made a video on what not to do or what to do with respect to mutual funds they will say i watched your whole video now i'm doing this please tell me is this right so they, they seek validation and then they'll then they'll get happy then they'll make the decision and when it goes wrong they will say that it's it's not their decision it's the influencer's decision or the youtuber's decision so we do a pretty good job pretty good job we tell them okay we have made the video this question is already covered in the video and there's nothing uh, to add from our end. It's just that you are seeking validation and you want to be the best fund manager of your own portfolio. Uh, you can be, but there's a learning curve which you have to understand. If it will not come overnight. It will take a lot of hard work and maybe some years to get there. Till you get there, you can trust your money with some expert who will manage your fund against a very small fee and you'll not lose out on the opportunity to make good money while you are learning how to make good money. Do you also think that the youngsters today are coming a lot on these online platforms and videos? Of course, they are very entertaining to watch. I watch them, you know, a few of them myself. Uh, do you also think because this is a lot of free advice available easily, people don't want to pay for advice. So what they get online, you know, it's readily available. So they are just taking it on. I mean, you know, Pranjal, would you like to answer? Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, we have financial products as well. And you know, sometimes I get these comments that aapke na, YouTube say 40-45 lakh subscribers you have. Even if 10% of them pay you, so that's 4 lakh paying customers, you must be itna itna rich, things like that. And then you know, you have to tell them, online conversion is 1-2%. to 
I don't have four lakh paying customers. I'm sure no online brand in India or globally has you know 10% premium user ratio. So yes, specifically in terms of finance, people are always looking for free advice. Uh, and and this is not to say that there's no good free advice available. That's not the case. There is good free advice available, but then the problem is, are we aware to differentiate the two? You know, there is a lot of junk advice available. There's a lot of good advice available, but, but invariably, you know, I see trends like, say I make a video on five parameters to look for before picking a banking stock versus five bank stocks that will get go 10 X, you know, the second title will get 5x more views. Right. So what are we looking at? So, so you know, sometimes we say that what, what kind of junk YouTubers make? The answer is, if those videos are not getting views, no one will make it. Sometimes it's market driven. Sometimes some of the creators also try to change the narrative. Mm -hmm. but, but, but you know, five times if you're trying to change the narrative and you see that you're not getting views, ultimately YouTube is going to punish your channel. So, so it's that kind of content is not coming out of free will. Uh, it, it's demand. Like the way I see it, you know, like, uh, so we've had these fallouts in crypto, but we've seen a lot of crypto content. And when we go online, we don't see so much for mutual funds. At least I don't see it to the same extent. Do you think that, you know, the incentives in the industry are such that you tend to see more crypto, you know, promotions rather than MFs? I mean, Mandeep, would you want to like, you know, answer? Uh, definitely, it's 100% true. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, funded fintech startups dealing in crypto space. If they have a lot of funding, more than 50% of the funding goes towards marketing. And the most impressive and the most, you know, effective form of marketing. marketing. So a lot of influencers did earn a lot of money during… He charges a bomb, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, I uh, thankfully I, I haven't promoted crypto. I was about to promote a brand that uh, recently go, got bust. <laughs> so you got story for another day. But yes, uh, what I am trying to say is maybe turn the tables in his favor, in their favor. Uh, if we compare this scenario to a mutual fund uh, company, an uh, AMC, their main source of revenue, their only source of revenue is expense ratio, right. and a lot of influencers are promoting direct mutual fund schemes and the expense ratio there is even uh, lower. So they cannot match that level of uh, advertisements with crypto and hence you can see uh, if you go online, you'll find 80-90% crypto ads, then some stock ads and then kuch bacha kuch hai, agar kabhi kisi YouTuber ke sponsor nahi hai, they make mutual fund videos. Yeah, so the incentive structure itself is like that. So, you know, I never promote crypto mm -hmm. and I'm still in a t-shirt. So, you know, you see the difference. Yeah. There is one, there is one another reason which I would like to add on. Yeah. Uh, when we ask people or try to literate people about uh, mutual funds, we tell them that the first rule when you invest in mutual fund is, specifically if you are investing in equity mutual fund, you will invest for ages. Yeah. You will invest for 5 years, 10 years, 15 years. Now imagine, I made first videos uh, telling in a mutual, uh, talking about mutual fund and telling everyone to invest for 10 years, then I am making video every week telling them this is the best mutual fund for this week, you should invest in this fund, now this is the best mutual fund. So that doesn't make sense, narrative doesn't make sense. But if we talk about stocks, there is always something to trade on. If we talk about cryptos, of lately crypto has been promoted as a trading instrument as well. So there is a lot of trading which is going on. So okay. there is somewhat more content available 
towards stocks and cryptos because people can trade and people are ready to watch daily videos mutual fund no one will watch daily videos because narrative is such in fact aditya since you are a lot into stock investing uh even in stocks you know you have people who trade and there are people who invest do you generally again tend to you know get more interest in trading queries or you know how how does it work see i basically feel uh when an investor start investing his cycle should be he should start with mutual funds and index index funds then he should slowly as he gains some confidence as he gains some experience he can move to stocks he can slowly learn about stocks investing and trading then he should move on to the uh future and options part and finally comes the crypto right now if reverse is happening returns will might also go on for a toss so that is big issue obviously there is more attraction towards trading because as uh, mandeep rightly uh, said quick rich theories are always there in the market and which always attract a lot of people but we should always remember quick rich theories are usually quick poor theory if you are trading also and if you have a process it's absolutely okay i also do trade and i love trading yeah. i'm not against trading i'm just saying that you should have a time tested process and have a reasonable return expectations in mind of lately there are a lot of scams also happening on telegram on uh, youtube ads saying that uh, we'll double your money in one day one week if you can double your money double your money no yeah sure that's a good way to put it in fact you know going back again to this thing so you know youngsters again today a lot of them are going through online platforms they don't uh, you know they just go on to say a paytm or a grow they are able to get some basic fund recommendations and invest there but you also have this massive mutual fund distribution network uh, do you think that this massive network that's been set up they are actually losing out on these young investors and you know it's for the older generation and you have the young investing online with all its pluses and minuses would you like ah uh, sure i mean i'm not actively in distribution but what i see generally is that everyone has created a nice space for themselves in the sense that you know if you are a corporate if you are an hni comfortable with you know someone coming to you with all the book of offerings at the comfort of your home if you are a trust or an ngo wanting to you know manage your treasury uh, surplus and things like that offline distribution in that case works better but in cases of say young investors who came into the market during covid investing maybe 2000 rupees 3000 rupees a month first they are not looking for offline assistance even for them they're looking for convenience because for, for both the stakeholders here even for the distributor it's not worth going to their home the cost and the incentives do not justify and for the investor as well i'm investing 1200 uh, uh, 2000 rupees i don't want someone coming to my home and bugging me i don't want that so in that case i think online platforms work really well mm-hmm. uh i don't see my you know someone like me wants everything at the tap of a click on my mobile phone everything uh just just you know uh, the other day i was discussing uh, with my father that how uh indian homes shouldn't have kitchen there should be startups providing everyday meals and kitchens should not be there and he went furious so i think a lot of youngsters think like me everything through internet yeah. and and i don't see how d- offline distributors should or uh, or or even how investors would need them yeah in fact anand like you know you you are very much in, i mean you don't run a mutual fund distribution business but your father does so you have a good understanding of the business how do you see it do you see any young clients coming to you or you know do you see that the mutual fund distributors need to up their game so that they get investors today 
yes a lot of uh, young investors are ready to invest via distributor if you are able to add on or give them some value and if you are true to your business and it's absolutely okay i feel even if uh, some investors are uh, doing it online and digitally first time it's good for the industry as a whole at least right now we just have 3 4 5 crores people maximum investing in india if this number goes up to 30 crores because of online investing it's a win win situation for everyone we should focus on building our product we should focus on what extra value we can deliver to our clients and if there is something extra which you can deliver to your client if you are there for your clients during difficult days he'll remember you uh, when there is uh, good days around the corner Uh, also again like you said you know online is a lot about convenience uh, the quality of advice varies you know we've had good incidents bad incidences so aditya i mean would you like to you know share your view do you think that there needs to be some form of regulation on these you know online uh, platforms or you know your influencers making a lot of content where you know a lot of this research we don't know if there's a conflict of interest so do we need some sort of regulation here so molik number one i don't like the word influencers you know our job uh, as uh, someone who has a lot of following is to educate uh, okay. we are just helping them know more about a particular asset class or an instrument right yeah. uh, of course you know like pranjal said you know what people uh, misconstrue this piece of information as financial advice you know this is the age of convenience खाना चाहिए जोमेटो कर लो ग्रोसरी चाहिए जप्टो कर लो फाइनेंशियल एडवाइस चाहिए ट्विटर पे चले जाओ या यूट्यूब पे चले जाओ राइट सो एवरीवन वांट्स एवरीथिंग वेरी क्विकली व्हाट हैपेंड इन द पास्ट टू इयर्स वाज अ क्लियर इंडिकेशन ऑफ दैट पीपल रिलाइड ऑन ट्विटर टिप्स यूट्यूब वीडियोज दे वेंट इन टू क्रिप्टो स्मॉल स्टॉक्स राइट सो ऑफकोर्स ओवर रेगुलेशन इज नॉट गुड आई बिलीव आई मीन वी मस्ट कॉन्ग्रेचुलेट सम ऑफ द ऑनलाइन एजुकेटर्स हु बाय दम पुट इन डिस्कलेमर्स एंड डिस्कलोजर्स राइट you know the, uh, for example i myself write no recommendation between uh, below every tweet below every video below every linkedin post because i don't want anyone to misconstrue even a simple fact as a indication of uh, goodness or badness of a company but do people actually read these so it's all subconsciously molik mm-hmm. you know you are researching a company and you see five good tweets about a company yeah. subconsciously you have made up your mind that the company is good right. right i mean everything that happens to you today subconsciously we live in the digital world so uh, i would say that some guidelines some self regulatory guidelines are good uh, like on how you post uh, what kind of disclosures disclosures you write over there do you own any positions in the company but lot of regulation obviously not good because we must also congratulate the online educators who have helped bridge the gap between uh, you know the knowledge gap okay anand would you like to i feel right now it is just the start of uh, financial creators or financial education in india i think uh, rarely any of the creator has more than 5 million following on any of the platforms yeah. so i think there is still a lot of scope okay. if we put a lot of regulation out right now there uh, there can be some uh, time cost which will be there and which can be really hard on to all of us or to india as a whole because right now finance as a whole or financial literacy as a whole is still spreading in india we don't have 50 crores people investing in india right now we just have handful of people who are who understand market who understand mutual funds who talk about stocks so right now over regulation can be dangerous some self regulatory guidelines are always welcome and i think uh, if uh, if there is a ethical youtuber or ethical influencer he is already taking care of the basic parts yeah mandeep your take on this uh, 100% agree i mean even when we put put some disclaimers that this is not a stock recommendation this is not a buying recommendation yeah. people anyway you know start a discussion or a debate in comment section and they are still seeking for validation okay aapne nahi bola hai but kya hum le le to 
there's a very thin line between uh, putting disclaimer and wo disclaimer phir bhi koi galat interpret kar sakta hai so self regulatory uh, uh, jo discipline hai aapka ye hona hi chahiye and uh, i agree with anand ki there should not be a very strict regulation because that will prevent a lot of good uh, creators to educate and that will you know put a full stop to uh, investing education in india so i have a contrary view i think um, regulation should come in because either sebi shouldn't have investment advisor or research analyst regulation the purpose of that was to you know regulate where the advice is coming from sure. so that regulation came in 2013 back then advice was coming from business magazine blogs website right. so sebi regulated that in the next 10 years advice is coming from influencers right so if the purpose was then to regulate where the advice is coming from it needs to adopt advice is coming now from social media mm-hmm. so that needs to change you know regarding what anand said that the market is yet uh, very it's in early stage 3 right. crore 4 crore investors it needs to go to 50 crores i think one primary reason why market is not expanded is because of the bad reputation of the market given by what happened with harshad mehta scam ketan parik scam and the the various you know unregulated advisors and influencers who keep doing practices that you know causes losses to the investor and they move out of the market right. so i think regulation will in fact bring in more people when and if they feel more secure similar to what hallmarking has done to jewelry that's a good example. yeah yeah in fact to just kind of sum it up you all agree that there should be some sort of regulation i think the difference lies in you know somebody talking about external regulation and others talking about self regulation so more like that um if there are any questions from the audience uh, would anybody have any questions okay so, so we have 10 minutes uh, antakshi सब लोग इतनी श्रद्धा से अभी दिन के साढ़े तीन बज रहे लग रहा है कि सुबह के साढ़े तीन बजे और सब लोग एकदम श्रद्धा में लीन हो गए हैं सो आई थिंक वी कैन हैव अ फन सेशन फन चिट चैट इफ यू हैव एनी क्वेश्चंस प्लीज डू आस्क अस वी कैन इंटरेक्ट एंड वी कैन हैव सम फन एनी वन ऑफ यू कैन डिसाइड टू टेक दिस लेट्स से यू प्रमोटेड एक्स लेट इट बी अ स्टॉक ए म्यूचुअल फंड ए क्रिप्टो एंड इट कॉज्ड लॉसेस टू योर इन्वेस्टर्स एंड इट इज विजिबल how does it feel like so i have a similar experience i so only once in my entire youtube journey i have talked about a stock saying i want to risk i, I i'm taking 1% of my uh, net worth i'm investing in this particular stock if it goes it might go 10x if it you know goes bankrupt 1% of my net worth gone i'm taking that risk uh, probably i communicated it in a different way and a lot of people actually invested and and it went almost bankrupt uh, feels terrible i mean uh, for a brief moment uh, for a very brief moment i felt you know suicidal for a brief moment not serious about it but it really hurts uh, you know knowing people trust you uh, knowing that you know and and you cannot justify it by saying that i gave enough disclaimers or i was trying to say this the fact that if a lot of people understood it in a certain way as an influencer connecting with my people it's my job to understand what will they think of what i say so yeah it felt really terrible but having said that you know it was a real good reality check uh, i remember uh, shaking and trembling out of guilt and also fear while recording an apology video 
I I put that video on. Our entire team was looking at what the comments are coming, uh, and trust me, I've never had such positive comments since then. Everyone understood. The fear was in my mind. So so people are not looking for the best advice in the world. They are looking for someone they can trust in his mistakes, success, failure, and everything. And in that video, they are. Forty percent. They are clearly looking for somebody human, right? Right. Absolutely. We still have. See, I personally feel that if money is the only thing for which we are doing a particular task, we should won't be successful in that particular task. I'm very sure that everyone who is uh, sitting out here, uh, uh, creating videos, love interacting with people. So saying something and market behaving completely against it or. Educating something and turning out that that was a miss really hurts because initially purpose was not to gain money or not to gain random views. Purpose was to literally help someone financially or uh, in financial education to put our part. So Mera obviously views it. Shuru me to views it. No, but eventually, eventually, no. I think initially when we, I personally started because I used to conduct physical financial literacy sessions. Uh, I even uh, got awarded by Rajasthan government for conducting more than 500 physical sessions. After reaching 20,000 plus people, I realized that if I kept doing the same task throughout my life, probably I'll be able to reach one lakh, two lakh, three lakh more people. How to make it big? Then YouTube came into the picture because initial purpose or goal was to spread financial literacy. Yeah, so this was my backstory. So for me personally, uh, I have never done a paid promotion. Uh, I'm extremely happy about it because uh, you know we we had the wildest of the offers coming, and it was a lot of money to be honest. You know, back two years, uh, you know, promote a crypto exchange, uh, promote a crypto FNDO exchange, uh, promote an IPO, write good about IPO, and uh, of course, you know, you see that figure, and uh, you know, your hands are shaking. It's so much of money, you know. Uh, but yeah, really happy. Did not accept any of it, and what has happened to those companies, of course, is the indicator of uh, that. I took the right decision. Yeah. Uh, while I may have done some brand promotions, but uh, I've never experienced this uh, like you did. But I, I'll share a similar story, and it happens to me almost every day. When I make a video, and my, when I read the comments on that video, and as soon as I read one comment that negatively interprets the meaning of my message, I can't go to sleep that night. I reply to that person, then I kept keep refreshing that comment section, waiting for his reply. and making sure whether he understood now or he is still on the same track then i keep on chatting and it becomes a really long thread and people can actually see it sometimes my you know friends and other creators call me up and say why do you keep replying to all the comments and why do you keep replying to just one comment and because that one comment comment bugs me because that was not my intention behind making the video or that was not the meaning i was trying to convey but that person interpreted that thing wrongly and i am just worried about him because he might either lose out on money or he might lose the trust on uh, credible creators so i like to call myself one of the credible creators so it's really important for me that my meaning is interpreted in the right way you know one a very interesting uh, story i had uh, when aditya mentioned about you know brands chasing uh, influencers so there was this one crypto brand Uh, they desperately wanted me to promote it just once, just just once. Do it. Kept saying no. Finally, they relented. 
that okay fine you take money but you say you whatever you want to i said i'm going to criticize cryptos i'm going to say don't invest in it bol this say that but please do it i said fine jo free mein bol raha hu wo bolne ke paise mil rahe hain to main karta hu so so that's one crypto uh, uh, promotion i have done buy a crypto app and i was paid to criticize cryptos that's how desperate they were <laughs> Dr. Kanav, uh, any other questions? If any of the audience has, yeah, I just wanted to ask uh, uh, from the panel uh, is that how are you differentiating and managing the copyright violation while producing your own uh, content? Aditya, do you do you want to answer that? So for me, I mean, it's very funny, you know. Sometimes my content comes back to me, saying that found it very insightful. It may be helpful to you. So of course. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it happens with all the creators as well. So, so I don't innovate at all. I don't try to differentiate myself. Um, I think I don't have that intelligence, and I don't want to go down that road. Uh, what I do is probably they look in who kispe views are they, or and 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 similar other channels, and provide your opinion because opinion thoda different hoi jata hai. Jaise uh, ham uh, in this panel opinions different ho rahe hain, so opinion different ho jata hai, but. I don't do research. It's not research. No process. No. Uh, which is why I'm not regular. 15 days, something stuck in your head. Create video on that because I think people don't follow me or any one of them for specifically their financial knowledge. They connect with personalities. They connect with trust, opinions, emotions. So, so in my mind, I'm a vlogger speaking on random topics. It's just that my 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 routine revolves around finance. So on any random day, I talk more about finance. So I think that differentiation is through emotions and not through content. Sometimes uh, I differentiate like this. बहुत सारे YouTubers, not you personally, <laughs> but a lot of uh, creators I sometimes see promoting the same brand. They are they are speaking the same lines. They are saying the same words, and it's quite you know. Basic common sense that okay, all of them are being paid by the same brand. I know who you are talking about, <laughs> and they are handed over a over a script. So even we are handed over a script. Okay, but the thing is, we tell the brand upfront that okay, these these are your opinions. We respect them, but here's a counter script. If you agree with what we say, what our opinions, uh, uh, you know, where our opinions lie, of course, if you are paying us money. it's our duty to give you value otherwise we'll say no to you if if it if it doesn't works for the audience and the brand at the same time we'll say no simply but when we see creators speaking the same things in the you know video after video after video and you kind of connect the dots okay one brand is trying to promote something very badly then i dig deep into the subject and most of the time i find something uh, something nefarious and then i make a video on that so i make a counter video i don't take any names i don't take some brand names of brands or names of creators but i try to you know put a message that okay what you may be seeing may not be entirely true this is the other side of the story and of of course no one would sponsor a video like that so that's how i differentiate i personally feel that uh, regarding copyright right now in india it is gray area especially after reels and shorts coming into picture there is one topic which uh, which goes viral and uh, almost everyone end up making video on that and whenever you ask anyone that uh, this is copied video answer is standard i also found this xyz news so i am making this video i think uh, 
right now it is gray area and uh, youtube actually do provide some of the uh, actions against such copying but so far i can say that right now we don't have much which we can do so uh, any, yeah there's one more question yeah please go. hi so my question is um, in the last two years during covid we saw a lot of influencers coming and uh, just wanted to know that will we see the same thing going ahead or do we see a consolidation in this space my simple point is where do you see investment uh, in india going ahead investment industry or mutual fund industry i think there is still a lot lot to come in this picture and still a lot of uh, good creators will come eventually one who is consistent and one who is true to to his audience will stand by obviously new creators will come as always i think i agree with anand here you know whenever i'm sure it happens with a lot of us whenever we go out we talk to people you know how do we create a brand how do we become an influencer so that's that's the first question we get so i'm pretty sure you know like we are going to see a manifold increase in the number of influencers and let's hope these are responsible influencers yeah i think Uh, i think consolidation will happen uh you know a lot of times this happens that even if it's a new creator doing great so so you know i was amongst the first ones on youtube to gain traction and i think what worked for me was anything that i said looked new sounded new because there's there was no because there were no prior con- such content available on youtube and to the audience it it felt like these are my original thoughts whereas now you know if someone is entering youtube i'm not sure but i think it must be tougher because a lot of things have already been said so so even if a young creator is saying something new in the audience mind it could happen that they think oh pranjal has said that oh mandeep has said that things like that and they would attach even a good new thought with us even if we say that thought after a month you know it would still be attached to us so so i think a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of credit of what we have become also has to do with timing so you know just an example uh, all the 80s 90s billionaires in uh, tech billionaires were from the us microsoft google apple ibm things like that simply because 1970s when they were in their colleges supercomputers were available only in america and i think the same happened with us we entered when geo was new it was entering so so the timing went right otherwise you know most credit goes to timings uh, so yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> very well timed so just to quickly wrap it up we'll just end with a like question and uh, since you all have a lot of followers so you know what you say will be followed uh, and hopefully you all will be honest about it uh, maybe we'll start with aditya where where do you invest your own personal money aditya yeah, so of course a majority of my money is into equities because i'm into full time equity research okay. uh, but again a smaller chunk is towards mutual funds because that's the passive part you know what i just said you know i follow it with the book uh you know that is one allocation that i just track every quarter maybe because those are the funds that i like yeah. and of course on the direct equity part i research myself and then take positions have you ever dabbled in crypto oh uh, no never i personally love to invest in myself first then i invest in equities uh, mutual funds uh property as a portfolio i like it and uh, some gold and 2 to 3% in crypto just to experience the new asset class and just to learn about it sure yeah uh for me it's a mix of stocks mutual funds i rely on mutual funds 
more than I rely on stocks because yeah. I trust some expert fund managers <laughs> yeah. taking care of my money uh, and crypto. Unfortunately, my money is with Vault and it's stuck. I don't know till when. <laughs> uh, so, so if my money is left with me, I invest in stocks. Yeah. But my parents ask, "Ye ghar pasand aa gaya hai, check card." So that's what they are doing. So they are buying uh, properties from my money. <laughs> so that's very interesting. Okay, great. Uh, so thanks everyone. Uh, thanks all the panelists for your interesting answers. So that's it for now, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any personal finance questions, you can email them to us at mintmoney@livemint.com, or you can reach out to Neil on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at ActusDay. That is A C T U S D E I. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.